Would you take your Bible and look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 to 25? We're about to prepare our hearts for communion, just briefly reading a scripture. I'll be making one or two comments as I go along through the scripture, and let's allow God's word to prepare our hearts. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 to 25, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Mostly I use the New King James Version, but in this passage, the NLT brings it across uh, so well and also very engaging, uh, able to understand it. So it says the following, it says in verse 21, for God called you to do good. Would you please say do good? Now look at this, even if it means suffering, wow, God, even if I'm suffering, do I still have to do good, just as Christ suffered for you? I'd like to read something to you from one of the Bible commentators on what is being said there. I found it very insightful. Let me just read this to you. It's not on your screen. It says the following, we may suffer for many reasons. Some suffering is a direct result of our own sins. Some suffering happens because of our foolish or unwise choices. Some suffering is as a result of living in a fallen world. And some suffering comes as a result of doing good. Huh. Maybe that's the hardest, when you're doing good and then there's some suffering associated with that. Followers of Jesus should be willing to suffer if it be God's will in that given situation. Our goal should be to face suffering as Jesus did, with patience, calmness, and confidence that God is in control of the future. That's quite challenging. I know that Suffering is not the favorite Christian topic, am I right? But here God is speaking to us about a kind of spirit with which we respond to things. So it says, for God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example. Praise the Lord for the example of Jesus, and you must follow in his steps. He never sinned, nor ever deceived anyone. Can you imagine that there was once a person, the Son of God, that walked on the planet that never, ever sinned nor spoke evil? He never deceived anyone. Praise the Lord for his example. He did not retaliate when, in, when he was insulted, nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. My dad taught me something when I was growing up. He said, John, don't react, respond. Great wisdom. Don't react, respond. And you know, sometimes we might face something in our place of employment or with a business partner and something we're not happy and we think we have the right to just vent and get it all out, just say it like it is. You know what? According to the Bible, there's another, there's another example that Jesus gave us. And Jesus, he simply left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. There's nothing wrong with speaking the truth in love 
but it's all about the attitude of our hearts. Verse 24, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and look at this, live for what is right. By his wounds, you are healed. Once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now you have turned to the shepherd, the guardian of your souls. Praise the Lord that we have the great shepherd, the guardian of our souls. Now, just verse 24 in the New King James Version, it says, He bore our sins in his own body on the tree, and we are partaking in communion momentarily. It says that we, having died to sins, might, and those three words, live for righteousness. Would you please say that with me? Live for righteousness. And I want to remind you that as children of God who are called to be imitators of Christ, I want to remind you that you cannot just vent and say what you think and fly off the cuff and, and think it's okay. No, no, no. We have an example to do good, folks. We have an example to live for righteousness. And it is completely possible because of the work of renewal that Jesus has done in you. For if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And so I want to say to you, that you are empowered by Jesus Christ to live for righteousness. Amen. That's the brief message to prepare our hearts for communion. And now I'd like to invite the communion team. Would you please move and uh, make your way to get the elements? And so in the moment's time, the bread and the cup will be served. If you've never received Jesus Christ into your heart and life, then just pass the communion elements past you. But if Jesus is your Lord, you ought to partake of communion. Even those that are listening to this broadcast, why not take some bread, take some juice, and you too be ready to partake in communion. So for all of us gathered here, please hang on to the bread, hold on to the cup, and we will partake once everybody has been served.